Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is Emily, and today I will be discussing various standardized tests used for balance and gait assessment. This episode will be part one of these tests, so make sure you tune in next week for part two with David. Since there are so many different tests and measures used, we felt as though it would be best to separate this material to help you retain the information better. So first, let's review the timed up and go test, which is also commonly referred to as the tug test. The purpose of this test is to assess functional mobility and identify risk of falls. The patient will rise to a standing position from a standard chair once the therapist says go. They will then walk three meters or 10 feet, turn around, walk back to the chair, and sit back down in the chair. This is a timed test. So the timer will begin on the word go from the therapist and stop once the patient has returned to a sitting position in the chair. Patients should be asked to walk as quickly, but as safely as possible. Assistive devices can be used while performing this test, and regular footwear should be worn by the patients. If a device is used, this should be documented. If an older adult takes greater than 12 seconds to complete this test, they are considered at a risk of falls. So next, let's discuss the Tenetti Performance Oriented Mobility Assessment, which is also commonly referred to as the POMA, the P-O-M-A. The purpose of this test is to assess gait and balance, which is both static and dynamic balance, to identify the risk of falls. The scale consists of two categories, gait and balance. There are nine items for balance and seven items for gait. Items are scaled on a two-point or a three-point scale. The total balance score equals 16, while the total gait score equals 12, leading to a total potential score of 28. If an individual scores less than 19, they are at a high risk for falls. If they score between a 19 and a 24, they are at a moderate risk for falls. And again, assistive devices can also be used for this test. So the third test I will review is the functional reach test. This test is used to assess balance deficits and identify fall risk. This test is used as a marker for physical frailty as well. The test is scored or measured by the maximal distance a patient can reach forward beyond their arm length while in the standing position with a fixed base of support. A leveled yardstick will be used to measure the distance, and it's helpful to also kind of attach the yardstick to the wall to prevent any additional movement. The yardstick should be at the level of the patient's acromion. The patient will be asked to stand sideways next to the yardstick with the shoulders flexed to 90 degrees and the elbows extended. Initial measurements will be taken at the third metacarpal position on the yardstick. 
The patient will then be asked to lean forward as much as possible without losing balance or taking a step. A second measurement will then be taken from the same landmark, and these measurements will be subtracted from each other. There are various normative values based on age, so it's important to look those up. Finally, I will discuss the 30-second sit-to-stand or the 30-second chair-rise test. The purpose of this test is to assess leg strength and endurance. The patient is asked to sit in a standard chair with the feet flat on the floor and their arms crossed over their chest. Once the therapist says go, the timer will begin and the patient is asked to rise to a standing position and sit back down as many times as they can within 30 seconds. It is important to make sure the patient maintains a fully standing upright position and does not stay in a flexed position. If the patient has to use their hands, the test should be stopped and a zero should be recorded as their score. The average number of sit-to-stands completed and what values are indicative of a fall risk vary based on age and gender. So again, this, these values can be looked up. So now that we have reviewed four different balance or gait tests, it is important to make sure that if you have any additional questions or concerns regarding these tests, go look these information up in further detail. And don't forget to stay tuned for part two next week, where David will review additional tests to help you better prepare for your upcoming NPTE. So as always, Warriors, thank you very much for listening. Never forget, you are powerful. You are strong. You are a Final Frontier Warrior, and you will pass. For more information on NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check out all of our social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Till next time, have a great day and a powerful tomorrow.